Welcome to the International Door Association's DoorCast. The ITA DoorCast will provide news and notes from the building and remodeling industry and tips and tidbits to help you improve your business. Now, here's your DoorCast host, IDA Executive Director, Mike Fisher. Welcome to the Winding Bar Cafe. Today's episode of the IDA DoorCast will include a conversation with Tom Kerber of Genie. Tom will share his insights about the smart home revolution and how Genie's products can help door dealers connect with cutting edge home technology. Tom Kerber is the Director of Product Management for Connected Platforms for the Genie Company, which includes responsibility for smart home innovations, as well as Aladdin Connect. Tom has been with Genie for three years, and prior to that, he was a smart home consultant. Tom, thanks for joining us today. We're really glad to have you. Appreciate the opportunity. Really excited to, uh, to get through this. Tom, I want to start out broad here so we can bring our, our listeners up to speed, make sure that everybody's on the same page as, as we start our discussion. So let's start with let's start with the terminology that we use. What are, what are smart devices? And then what is a smart home? Yeah, Mike. So I think smart device is another way to, another term people use is a connected device. So this is a product that's connected to the internet. And then it's, and through that connection, it's able to provide customer with enhanced or smart services. So remote operation or automation or just control from your app, from an app on your phone, that's an example of what a smart device might be. Now, there's a lot of technology that can be applied once you're connected to the computing resources, what they call it, to the cloud. Right? There's a, a lot of opportunity to really make your device smart. Now, you may have one smart device. So we're, you know, we're talking about garage door openers or access control devices, um, but there's a lot of different categories of smart products. So almost every product in your house can be connected to your Wi-Fi. It's connected to um, your network and to the cloud. And when you have a group of products that you want to connect together, those are smart home systems, or sometimes they call them smart home platforms. So a smart home system is basically a collection. And in the same way that you could have an individual app for an individual device, you could have basically one app, single app that is that connects to all the products in your house. And so the same kind of idea of controlling those products from a, from a user interface, an app, or some other device in your house is what a smart home platform provides. Great, Tom. I think that helps set the stage. What are some of those other devices that you're talking about? Well, lights, locks, and thermostats have been traditionally the leading categories of smart products for customers. So thermostats, you can imagine Nest was one of the big brands. Ecobee is a big brand. The manufacturers, Train, uh, Linux, and so forth have a smart thermostat. Those companies connect the thermostat to, to the cloud and give you the ability to remotely control it. So that's the, the basic capability. They also maybe provide some automation. So in the same way that you used to be able to program your thermostat, some of the older programmable thermostats, but probably didn't do it because it was really complicated. The app really simplifies that. So you, so when you go home at night, it automatically sets back the temperature to a comfortable sleeping temperature, for example. There's a lot of data that comes from a thermostat. So when it's on and when it's off, when you combine that with third-party data, like weather data, there's some very sophisticated things you can do to automate the control and give you the most comfort for the lowest cost. And so that's an example of, of some of the different products and some of the capabilities that those products bring to bear. Thanks, Tom. Um, Aladdin Connect is the platform that you specifically use in order to connect devices to a smart home platform. What are some of the platforms that you're referring to? Yeah, so Aladdin Connect is our app. 
Exactly. So, so when we connect our products to the cloud, a customer uses the Aladdin Connect app to interface those. And they can connect that app to other smart home platforms. There's a lot of different types of smart home platforms, but uh, the largest players are the voice platforms. So probably heard of these because uh, like half of homeowners own these, but uh, Alexa is one, Google Home is another. There's also some free apps. Samsung SmartThings is a huge player. Uh, Unomi is another. But these are examples of platforms that integrate multiple products from all these different categories, lights, locks, thermostats, et cetera, and provide a single user interface. In the case of Amazon Alexa and Google Home, that single user interface is your voice. So you just can talk to a speaker and control all the products in your house. In the case of Samsung or Unomi, that's as, as another app the Samsung app, or it may be instantiated into a control panel that might be in your house. The idea of a single user interface from these platforms, and there's a ton of them, right? But uh, that's an example of how we connect our products, the Aladdin Connect app, to smart home platforms. Okay, Tom, do other garage door opener manufacturers have the same connectivity with their platform? Yeah, Genie has been working very hard to accelerate our partnerships. And so we are very proud that uh, we have a leadership position with many of these integrations. So the Alexa smart home integration, which is the, the integration that allows you to say, Alexa, shut my garage door. But that is a leadership position, meaning that we have that integration and our competitors do not. There's also many other smart home platforms, like our integration with Control 4, our integration with uh, Google Home and the same thing, smart home platform, our integration with Samsung SmartThings, where we provide these capabilities to our consumers. Our competitors, for whatever reason, just haven't done that at this point. So it's a great opportunity for us to provide some differentiation for our customers and for our dealers. So, Tom, I'm going to ask you a two-part question now. What The first part is, why does a consumer use a smart home platform, and how many consumers actually do use a smart home platform? So, I mentioned some of the value propositions for a, a smart home platform. The, the biggest is this idea of a single user interface. And again, it could be your voice um, in terms of a smart speaker. It could be a panel on the wall. A lot of the higher-end smart home systems have a, a display, if you will. It looks like a tablet on the wall that's a kind of single point of, of use for our control for all the different connected products in your house. The other aspect is in the same way that we can create rules for our products, the smart home platform can do that, but they can do that for a lot of different products. And so you can imagine this idea of a welcome home scene where you drive up and the outdoor light turns on, your garage door opens, the, you know, the, the lock for the door between the garage and the home is opened, the lights welcome you home, you know, interior lights, right? Though all that kind of great user experience is enabled by having these connections to multiple devices and setting up these rules or these scenarios. And so there's, there's a lot of opportunity. And same thing in terms of just passing information. So um, occupancy, for example, is, is really important for a lot of different products. So the, if you say leave your garage door open and we know that in, in the smart home platform knows that no one's home, right? They're able to provide a notification that's much more compelling than let's say the garage door manufacturer by itself without that knowledge that, uh, that your, your home is unoccupied. So there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of reasons why customers would buy a smart home. In terms, you, you mentioned also, I think the types of smart home platforms. And so I, I kind of walked through a, cu a couple of them, but the idea of a, a smart home platform that's really voice centric. So the smart speakers are a collection of, they control a collection of smart home products. 
There's also the free apps that I mentioned. So Samsung Smart Things and you know me are two that um, two of those and, and Samsung I think is like 60 million customers or something using those. And uh, Alexa and Google I think it's around 50% of homes have one of those smart speakers. So clearly they're being used. Those are the leading platforms by far, and uh, and they're definitely being used by up to half of households. So it's it's a significant opportunity for us to connect and provide that uh, user experience for our customer and allow them to enhance their home and, and provide those kind of cool and interesting home automations and, and, and rules. It sounds like you've set the stage pretty well, Tom, for this discussion. So we're going to take a break in a minute. But before we do, change the subject a little bit now and let's start talking about garage door openers in more detail. What does this technology capability mean for today's garage door openers? What features are important for garage door openers and how the Aladdin Connect or the smart home innovations and the smart home platforms that are available play into garage door openers and their use? So from a garage door, not dissimilar from other products. So the idea of remotely controlling the product, so having that the app, in our case, Aladdin Connect app, be able to operate the device remotely, but also check on the status remotely. So if you've driven away and you know trying to remember, is my garage door shut? You can check your app and that's, uh, that's a capability. So those, without a doubt, are the leading value propositions, remote operation, being able to open and close remotely, and being able to check the status remotely. But there is also these kind of safety and security aspects that are very interesting and they're, they become enabled through connectivity. So if you want to say, get a notification if you left your door open and it's late at night, or maybe you just want to get a notification when someone operates the door, just any time a person operates so you can understand who operated it and how it was operated, whether it was manually opened or operated from a wall control or operated from another user via the app. So those kind of safety and security, those access control capabilities is why some of the leading value propositions associated with how connectivity enhances garage door openers. Okay, let, let me make sure to get this straight. So if I leave my home and my wife and I are going out to dinner and we get three blocks away and she says, did you close the garage door? I don't have to turn around and drive back by my own home to see if I did. Right. So you can open your app, you open the Latin Connect app and just look at the status of the, of the garage door. If it says closed, then... You know, that's great. Uh, so you just keep going. If it says open, you just you click close and, and have it close without having to turn around. So yeah, that's uh, the, certainly the leading value proposition is just remote um, remote control, remote operation, having that peace of mind to know the status of your product. But again, the safety and security aspects are closely followed there. And those are, are the very interesting capabilities from, from, from a customer perspective, at least. Those are the leading capabilities the customers are interested in. Well, that's quite helpful. You have no idea how many times I've been asked that question and how many times I had to actually turn around and drive back to make sure the door was closed. So that's a, that's a pretty good feature, at least in my personal uh, situation. Maybe that's not everybody's experience, but it certainly hits home for me. Tom, probably it would be safer as I'm driving to have my wife check the app. We're going to take a break now. Our guest is Tom Kerber from the Genie Company, and we'll be back in just a minute. Do you have a garage door? If so, do you know right now if it's open or closed? Or maybe you just think you know. With a Genie Wi-Fi garage door opener, you can know for sure. And open or close it from your smartphone right away. You can do this and much more with a garage door opener by Genie, the brand you trust. 
All right, welcome back to the Winding Bar Cafe. Our guest today is Tom Kerber with the Genie Company, and we're going to pick back up where we left off. So, Tom, before we broke, we did talk about some of the features of today's garage door openers and and how things like control and safety and just general operational information is part of the garage door opener and is part of your platform and your app. We're going to now focus a little bit on how this product line can help the door dealer. Before we do that, I just want to remind everybody that while there are commercial platforms available and commercial product lines, for this discussion today, we're going to focus pretty much just on, on residential products. So we'll probably want to have another discussion down the road on one of a future DoorCast opportunities where we'll focus on commercial products. So let me ask this question. Why does a consumer purchase a garage or opener system with Wi-Fi technology? What is the one thing they're looking for? So I, I think in addition to the things we talked about before, where we, we walked through this idea of being able to remotely monitor and remotely control the product, to have automation, to set rules so that your doors open at night and or if, the, if it's open for a long time during the day that you get notified or maybe automatically close the product, or just to be notified when someone's accessing your door. Right? Those core value propositions are what we provide in our app. But in addition to that, they might buy it because they have, again, these smart home platforms like a smart speaker in their bedroom. And when they're sitting in bed at night and they say, hey, did I remember to shut the garage door? They can just ask Alexa, Alexa, is my garage, is my garage door shut? And it says, yes, your garage door is shut or no, it's not. And then you can just say, Alexa, shut my garage door. So there's plenty of value propositions from a consumer perspective, whether it's uh, the garage door specific applications or if you're using a smart home platform. And again, about half the households are using at least a smart speaker and another 60 million or so are using these, uh, these, these free smart home apps. You're, you're going to get value. The customer gets value um, through all of those, those channels, through all those uh, mechanisms. Tom, one of the ways that I used to get consumers and homeowners interested in garage door openers was to describe this following scenario. You're driving home late at night, you pull into your driveway, you open the garage door and you can see inside the garage door to see that your garage is secure. You don't have any security issues. You then drive into the garage and you're able to close the door behind you before you're getting out of your vehicle, as opposed to pulling in the driveway, getting out, opening the garage door manually. Etc. So there's a kind of an expectation of some added level of security that comes with that kind of operation of a garage door opener. With the smart technology that we have available today, there is even more that you can do in that from that standpoint. For example, I know we talked about geofencing during the break. Tell me how that works. Well, so several apps uh, have, and almost all the smart home apps have this concept called geofencing and you basically you select a location and then a radius or a perimeter around that location and when the smartphone enters uh, crosses into that boundary or leaves that boundary that perimeter it triggers an event and you can program that event to give you an alert for example i left that perimeter and my garage door still open i need that kind of notification just another reminder, hey, you, you've uh, left your, your home and your garage doors open. Or the flip side is if you want it, right, you could uh, have it when you cross into that perimeter, you can have the garage door open automatically, for example. So that those types of geofencing applications are available not only with the garage, but for all the other um, products. You mentioned also the safety and security aspects. Um, so a lot of smart home products, uh, so 
I mentioned lights, blocks, thermostats, and network cameras. The, the best or the, the most people install an outdoor camera in their driveway. And so they want to understand what's happening before they operate the, the door, for example. Let's say I'm leaving the garage or leaving the home, and I can basically check my smart home app, look to see what's happening with activity before I open the door to make sure that that area is clear, for example. So there's a lot of different aspects in terms of integrating products for that arrival and departure. A lot of them are very safety and security oriented, and we're seeing that in these other verticals, as I mentioned, the, the network cameras, specifically outdoor cameras. So it's not just about comfort and convenience, it's also about safety and security. Absolutely. Yeah, so just controlling access to your home, right? It's absolutely uh, the, the access control capability at a residential space. So you're, you're familiar with the access control category, obviously, and more in the commercial space, but that's not really been brought to light or, or brought to market in a residential market. And the idea of providing that same kind of functionality, but doing that either in my garage door app or into one of these broader smart home apps is certainly a value proposition that, that resonates with consumers. What about Siri? Are we at the point where I'll be able to tell my smartphone, Siri, close my garage door? Yes, yeah. So um, Aladdin Connect is integrating with Siri, so you'll be able to do that, of course. And that's that's just an Apple-specific solution. And, of course, we have these the general solutions we mentioned before, Alexa and Google Home. So if you own those smart speakers... You can also use your voice to control in that way. The Samsung app, by the way, there, it, it works with um, many voice platforms. Samsung has its own voice platform called Bixby. And so if you happen to own that, that integration, then you can use that voice control system also. Many of the smart home platforms we use, we have several that are, I would say, light switch based, and they have Alexa built in. And so you just talk to Alexa, but it, in this case, it's a built-in light switch, either from Brilliant or Oro or, or many of our, our smart home platform vendors have those types of solutions. So voice control is clearly a, a great value proposition to customer, and we bring that solution uh, to customers through a lot of different methods. Tom, you mentioned that half the homes have uh, a smart speaker like Alexa, for example. Do you find that customers are actually using the Wi-Fi capabilities of their garage or opener systems to their fullest extent, or have they not yet gotten around to it like me? Yeah, so it's, it's certainly our responsibility to make the user experience so compelling that people would want to um, do that integration. We also believe that it's important for the dealers right, to understand that when customers are buying a connected product, those products include the value propositions we just talked about it, it would uh, you know, making sure that they have those capabilities before they leave the home is important um, but from our aspect um, in, in terms of making sure the integration goes smooth you know, we track all the you can user interactions throughout the, their life cycle so when i say track like we understand um, that that installation experience and have been working tirelessly to make sure that that integration, that startup, connecting it to your Wi-Fi, it sounds very straightforward, um, but uh, to make sure that that is a smooth and seamless operation and so that people don't fall off, right? So anytime a, a user encounters friction, they're you know, likely going to say, listen, I'm going to do this another time. And, uh, and so it is important for us to make sure that, one, that that setup process is straightforward 
If they need help, we, we certainly have great resources to help them. Um, and the second thing is that to make sure that those things that are most important to customers, right, from our consumer research, the things we've been talking about, that they realize that capability, that they actually get that experience. Because once you have that capability, and then you you really don't want to live without it, right? It's, it's kind of a, a, embedded into your lifestyle. Well, since we're talking about that setup after the installation of a garage door opener with this Wi-Fi capability, let's look at it from the dealer's perspective. What do you see as the best value for a dealer to incorporate this kind of setup into the daily routine of the technician who installs the garage door opener? Again, we, we conducted some consumer research and there's about 40 to 50% of consumers who want some help. Not only do they want help, they're willing to pay for it. And so if you're a dealer and you're not offering that service, essentially you're leaving your customers unfulfilled, right? There's a need there that's just not being fulfilled. Not only are they you know, need that service, but they're, again, they're willing to pay for it. So there's a probably a $30 to $50 incremental fee that many consumers are willing to pay. Around 40% of consumers would be willing to pay that amount to just help them connect it to Wi-Fi, download the app, connect to Wi-Fi, and we set up those those rules. Again, if, if we know the top capabilities are being able to check the status, being able to open and close remotely, which you get once you download the app, maybe setting up a rule so that they're able to uh, understand how to give yourself a notification if the door is open for a long time. If you show them how to do that and have them set that up, they get the full value of the product. Everything that they paid for, they get to realize immediately. And so the customer experience is much better. You have a happier customer. So from a dealer perspective, again, it's a need. Uh, it's a need that people are being w willing to pay for, and you're providing greater value. It's uh, a, a big opportunity for dealers. Now, I agree that there's uh, some learning curve in, in our training group and has been working tirelessly to make sure that dealers are educated in terms of, of the best practices in terms of setup. There's additional training that our dealers are interested in. You know, we have a training staff that's that's willing to, to even travel to your location to, to do those types of events. Absolutely, uh, dealers have a huge role to, and can play a huge role in this in making sure the customers are satisfied and you know, get the best experience from their product. What about future upgrades in the product and in the app? Does the setup system make sure that can happen seamlessly going forward? That's interesting you say that because the connectivity also has this uh, break some paradigms. So let me explain. When you buy a product, typically that product is static. It doesn't change over its lifetime. So you buy a product, it's installed, I think a garage door opener, and it's fixed and that's it. But the app changes, right? We, we upgrade our app, add new features and capabilities. Every six weeks, there's a new release. And those things are basically are, if the customer gets greater value, they get greater value, right? We, we add another smart home partner that the customer happens to be using. They bought the product last year, two, three years ago. Today, we released this integration, and now they have this great benefit. So we continue to enhance the value of the product over its lifetime. And not only for the customer, but also for the dealer. Yeah, absolutely. Connectivity is a is a way to future proof uh, future proof your your investment in, in any kind of product, and certainly certainly in the garage door space. Is this a way to differentiate the Genie Pro dealer from other channels? 
One of the things that we offer for our dealers is, is this idea of having a digital uh, integration or a, a digital business card in the app. And so when a customer has a problem, right, we're trying to uh, eliminate any kind of friction. So if we understand there's a problem digitally, right, we, we see that there's a problem in the app, we give the customer a prompt to connect to their dealer. So with a single button touch, they're contacting their dealer. And so this idea of a digital business card is offered to our, our pro dealers, if you will, and that's definitely differentiating them from the rest of the pack, if you will. Tom, this is good stuff. I'm learning a lot, and I think our listeners are as well. We're going to take another short break, and we'll be back in a minute, and we're going to kind of circle back a little bit on looking at the big picture of Genie's offerings here and connecting that to the revolution that we're seeing in the, in the world at large in terms of smart home connectivity. So we'll be right back. If you'd like to learn more about Genie's smart home innovations and home delivery solutions, including the latest in garage door openers and accessories, visit our website, www.geniecompany.com. Welcome back to the Wania Bar Cafe. We're talking about smart homes for smart dealers today with our guest, Tom Kerber from Genie. Tom, before the break, we were really talking about how door dealers can differentiate themselves from other channels, including the DIY market, with the capabilities that you're building into your next generation and actually today's generation of garage door openers. I want to come back and kind of kind of put all this back in a neat little package for our listeners. So I'm going to start by talking about some of the specifics of the programs that are that are unique to, to Genie. What is Genie's approach to connectivity? And tell us how you look at the difference between smart home innovations as a product offering and then obviously Aladdin Connect, which is the app. How do, how do those different products and, and uh, marketing programs help a dealer navigating through this change in how they sell their product and how they communicate with their customers? So Mike, I think that back to Aladdin Connect, those core value propositions for the customer, it's important just to know those. Being able to remotely operate and remotely check the status, being able to set simple rules to help you feel more safe and secure and understand the, the status of your garage door throughout the day and be notified if there's some kind of abnormality. And then also being understanding who's operating and, and what's happening in terms of um, access to your home. Those are the clear value propositions from Aladdin Connect. From our perspective, our approach to connectivity is to nail those value propositions, make sure that that experience is rock solid. And we do that by monitoring our app reviews, monitoring our customer service calls, having just really tight integration between uh, those data sources and our product roadmap to make sure that you know, we're addressing the issues that uh, are impairing customers from having uh, experience and, and we've had great success. You know, our app a few years back wasn't rated the highest, and now it is the highest in the industry in terms of if you were to go to the app stores today, you know, our ratings are at parity or better than all of our competitors. And so that focus on connectivity and focus on the user experience is really part of the core value that, that our team is trying to bring. In terms of the smart home innovation, that that is uh, icing on the cake. For those customers who have multiple connected products and want to have that just awesome user experience associated with, with uh, having your home welcome you home or have, having, you know, setting a scene for dinner or for a movie or just all those kind of um, 
capabilities that are associated with smart homes, we absolutely want to be part of all of those. And so we, our foot is on the accelerator. If, if there's a smart home platform that we've talked about the big ones, but if there's a small one that's just maybe in Western Canada that is, is making headway with some builders, then we're going we're gonna to make an effort because our customers in Western Canada are using that platform and we want our system to work with that platform. And so the big, which we've talked about today, the Samsung, the, the Googles, and the Alexa, we're absolutely in a leadership position, but we want to be all the way down the spectrum in terms of smart home. And it's not just smart home platforms. It's maybe platforms if maybe you want to rent out your house as like an Airbnb and you're using some kind of rental property um, management solution. We want to integrate with those solutions so that you have a seamless experience when you provide access to your customers for a, a week of uh, a vacation rental, that that experience is, is solid and the garage door is integrated. So it's not just smart home specifically, but it's a broad variety of integrations. And it's absolutely differentiating for Genie, and hopefully for uh, our dealers are able to communicate that message as well. When customers are interested in this product and whether they're, they see themselves doing that now or you know, considering Again, the future-proofing aspect, once you have connectivity, you don't necessarily have to use all the capability today, but over the life of the product, you know, a decade from now, you probably are going to be using some of these capabilities. So it's definitely important to us, and we're, we're definitely working over time to make sure that we're delivering that customer experience. And as you mentioned earlier, the business card option that's available as part of the Aladdin Connect app, that helps the door dealer maintain a relationship with the homeowner. Yeah, so, so everyone provides a, a, a business card. Maybe they tape it to the door, to the operator. Maybe they provide it to the customer. But the idea of a digital business card that's always connected to the customer, and it's very seamless in terms of when we present a service offering, right? When we say that, listen, uh, it's been 9,000 9, cycles. You probably want to check your door spring. Um, click here to call, contact your dealer. I mean, one click away from a service call, right? It is an absolute winner for the dealer to be part of that program. And to be part of that program, he got to be selling and installing the Wi-Fi operators, right? A customer adds that business card to the app and the dealer, when they install the Wi-Fi connectivity, they can absolutely assure that that happens. If they leave it up to the customer after the fact, it may or may not happen. So there's definitely some interest from the, from the dealer perspective to grow their service business and their preventative maintenance service for that matter uh, by having this kind of digital relationship with a customer. And Genie is, is doing everything we can to make sure that the, the dealer gets as much value out of the connectivity as does the customer. Thanks, Tom. A minute ago, you mentioned builders in Western Canada as an example. We really haven't talked about the builder market. We've been focusing on, I think, retail consumers interfacing directly with the door dealer whether it's the salesman or the technician, but how can these kinds of features in your product line help a dealer with the builder market? Yeah, the builder market is very interesting because it's, in the, over the last couple of years, builders are, they're aligning themselves to specific smart home platforms. And so let's say the dealer or a, a specific builder says, I want to use this SmartThings platform. 
and that's that's happening now in greater numbers. Well, if you are selling an operator that's that's connected to Samsung, then you're in the pole position. And as I said, we're in a leadership position there, so it's it's a great opportunity for us and our for our dealers because uh, our competitors are not connected, and they have that uphill battle. Right, they have to kind of convince the builder that uh, you know there's some other way that they can provide the user experience. And it's just, a, it's, it's a much messier sell rather than you have a direct integration and the, the builder is, you know, is able to sell that as a solution to their customers in a seamless way. It's, uh, it's really important in the builder market that we're connected to all these platforms that serve the builders. And I mentioned those couple, right, the light switch guys, uh, Brilliant, Oro, there's uh, a lot of, a lot of um, platforms in the custom installing uh, channel. So if you're building a custom home, it's likely that you're going to use some like a high-end automation system that, that provides like distributed audio, distributed video throughout the home. Those are those systems are installed by custom installing dealer channel that's called the CDA channel. Uh, so you, ha- you have products like a Control 4, which is the market leader in that space, about 50% share of that market. We're integrated with them. Again, it's it's a a leadership position, and so when a dealer goes to do business with that custom uh, integrator or with that uh, custom home builder, again, they're asking for Genie and therefore asking for that dealer, right? Because they want to give that homeowner a complete package. When they select Control 4 or URC or any of the other platforms that we're connected to, Clear Controls that are served by that kind of high end home automation market, then, right, they're basically asking, they're specking in Genie as, as a default. So it's a definite advantage to our dealers um, to that are serving the builder market to work with Genie because of all the integrations that we have. Tom, you mentioned a minute ago about a spring cycle warning that can be delivered to the homeowner who can then schedule that service call by reaching directly out to the dealer. What about another scenario where I'm remotely telling Aladdin Connect to close the door, but there's an obstruction that the photo eyes sense? What happens in that case? Yeah, so the idea of eliminating a nuisance call, possibly where where um, you know the system's in vacation lock or the the photo eyes obstructed, or in the case of uh, let's say our Walmart operator, if the light um, is is uh, somehow disconnected or not installed, right? There's a lot of interlocks that are associated with just they're they're easy fixes that a customer can take care of, and uh, and they're essentially a nuisance call for dealers. Um, so absolutely, it's a great opportunity for a customer to understand that that's happening. And um, for that matter, if they want to share this information with the dealer, they're they're able to do so. And so it's a great opportunity. You know, this there's a long roadmap of of capabilities that we're going to bring. And again, whether it takes us a year or two years or five years to build these, all the products that you install today will have those capabilities when they come to market. So it's uh, again the 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 roadmap of of capabilities to where we can drive value and bring value to connectivity between dealers and customers and make sure that that relationship is is frictionless and help the the customers serve themselves by connecting them with dealers it's just it's a it's an endless landscape of of opportunity there and so we we absolutely see that and are working hard to make sure that we're delivering those values. Well, that certainly sounds like a win-win-win for me. It's not just about garage door openers, though, is it? Genie has acquired a company called Bench Century as an example of how your product offerings have expanded beyond garage door openers 
to get back to that question of how the garage door and access and control of the premises can be related back to this kind of technology. So why don't you tell us just a just quickly a little bit about bench sentry and how that may also provide an opportunity for a dealer. I, I agree that uh, delivery is, uh, you know, e-commerce is a huge trend and everyone sees this, this trend and COVID has accelerated the e-commerce transition. And accompanying that is this idea of a porch pirate, someone coming over and swiping your products. So the idea of secure delivery is a huge market opportunity and growing. There's uh, several platforms that offer kind of delivery solutions. So Amazon Key is an example. Um, Walmart has an in-home integration that uh, that we're integrated with. That's basically a secure grocery delivery into your garage if you so choose. Um, and then this idea of a, a porch box or something that you stick outside your home. Um, and that's what the Bench Sentry product was. Now we integrated with Bench Sentry, and the integration was basically to allow this porch box. And again, it's, it's uh, imagine this bench on your on your porch that's connected to Wi-Fi that opens, delivery driver places a package in, and the, and the bench closes and locks. But if there's a larger package that's, that won't fit in that bench, you know, we'd want that uh, delivery driver, the, the opportunity to deliver it into the garage. And the great thing about the bench entry solution, and one of the reasons that uh, we were interested from an acquisition perspective is that they offer solutions for all carriers. So anything, any anything that has a tracking number, or for, for that matter, if you want to give a neighbor a tracking number or a code to, to drop something off, you could do, use it in that way. But for all carriers, FedEx, UPS, Postal Service, et cetera, they can use this bench entry product to securely deliver products outside your home. And so adding that to our portfolio, knowing that delivery is a huge trend you know, from a marketing perspective, period, and having a solution that allows someone to securely deliver packages outside your home, in your garage, or a combination, we just felt like it was a great opportunity for us. So certainly not everyone has a garage, and so Bench Entry serves that market. And for those people who have a garage but want to uh, have packages delivered outside your home, or for maybe in those situations where you have a heavy, bulky delivery, where um, have that Bench Entry allow, allow it to integrate with us to have a, the package delivered in the garage, right? It was all a win. And so Genie, through the Bench Century acquisition, really has a great story to tell in terms of delivery. And again, it's just another, it's in the same way we talked about smart home or rental property, it's just another vertical. Um, this case, it's a, it's a very significant vertical, but it's another vertical that brings value to customers using the same core hardware, just adding more software and more, more integrations to it. So it's a great opportunity for the industry, really, delivery, I think. And uh, Genie is, is uh, in a great position with the acquisition of Ben Century to provide kind of a leading capability that's really unmatched in the industry. Tom, it sounds like with this expansion, Genie is looking at the big picture and trying to figure out a way to make sure that they can connect to the homeowner through the dealer and in some cases through the builder to help ensure the success of the door dealer. So I'm going to ask you to take aside your your uh, garage door and your Genie hat for just a second and kind of be a futurist and tell me what you think is the future of smart platforms in our daily lives. Not just smart home, but smart platforms in a broader sense. So here's a chance for you to kind of wax philosophical about what you see as the future of the technology and how it's going to change our society, not to put you on the spot or anything. You probably heard the expression, the future is here now. It's just not evenly distributed. 
So, you know, that's kind of an easy way of telling fortunes is, is uh, basically look at some of the leading capabilities that might be available in one or two platforms, but will be broadly deployed in the future. There's a couple aspects here. So remember how I talked about that it was really important for us to eliminate the friction associated with setting it up, setting up the product. And that's important, obviously, for our dealers to make sure the customer gets a great experience and simple for them to do. What a smart home platform can do and what a couple of them do today is essentially share credential. We have a trust relationship between us and the smart home platform, and they have some uh, information, for example, about the Wi-Fi system at a customer's house. And since we have that trust relationship, they can share those credentials, which basically means all I need to do is plug in the operator and it's connected to the customer's Wi-Fi network. So those types of capabilities from a technology perspective is certainly going to be more broadly deployed, hopefully very rapidly, because again, it's, it's critical to our customers and to dealers that that integration, that, that um, out-of-the-box experience in terms of startup and connecting to the to the app and to the platform is is uh, is as seamless as possible. The other thing is that smart home platforms in the early days. So so I, I used to be a consultant in the smart home space, as you mentioned in the outset. And in the early days, they were I would say more vertically integrated, where um, a, a single company tried to create a product in all these different categories. So lights, locks, thermostats, cameras. And it's really hard to do that um, because, you know, you're competing against a whole industry, right? If, I, if we wanted to enter the camera business, for example, we're going against Arlo and Nest and Wise and Ring, right? These companies have deep pockets and it's just, it's not really a, a place where you could logically say that unless we had, had some deep pockets and wanted to make substantial investments that we could compete in that market. And so the idea of smart home being more of going away from a vertically integrated solution to a more horizontal solution where where you're able to take kind of these best in breed products and connect them together but do that not just the the way we haven't really talked about the architecture but we're connected to our product is connected through the customer's Wi-Fi to the cloud, which causes this computing resources that are available in the internet. And then we connect our cloud to the to the smart home platforms cloud. And it does a bunch of integrations like that. But there are opportunities where we call it moving more toward either a hybrid or a local communication. Now the local communication piece has been kind of the the goal for the industry for a long time. And there's been several standards organizations trying to get to a place where we could all kind of talk the same language locally rather than have these connections in the cloud that were dependent on Wi-Fi and had the latency associated with connecting to the cloud and through multiple clouds. But those initiatives have always, you know, anytime you develop standards, standards flatten markets and they invite in new competition. And so there's you know, the current players, um, you know, resist that change. And there's always just these business forces that prevent standards from coming into reality. And so that's not quite happened, but there are several initiatives that are underway. And uh, hopefully that that becomes um, a reality, maybe not in the next five years, but uh, hopefully after that, uh, we, we'll be able to have kind of a solution that, solution that works uh, locally, there's there are some a small segment. I say a small, it's probably a third of people that are worried about the privacy and security of having a connected product. Obviously, this is a product that can a open your garage door, so it's important 
you know, that it can't be hacked, of course, but also just the privacy associated with when you're leaving and, and coming, right? There's data there that's, that's very personal associated with a, uh, a company or a product system. So some people just don't want to buy those products because of the cloud integration. So a local integration keeps all the data local and there's not any information shared to the cloud. And so those types of systems will likely come to fruition again when standards are in place to allow that kind of integration. Um, but you know that transition probably take at least another five years. But in the short term, like I said, the idea of having that technology simplify integration so we're able to share credentials, that like that's already in place in some cases. And then having a, a local or or at least a hybrid cloud and local communication is where the industry is headed. Those are both technical questions, but what the from a customer perspective, you know, it just provides a greater, more seamless and more consistent user experience. Well, Tom, this has been both insightful and enlightening for me, having a chance to, to take a look at what you already have on the drawing board and what's coming down the road is kind of a it's kind of a nice glimpse into the future, not just of your product line, but of all, also of the door industry and as a whole. So uh, I want to thank you again for taking time to come in today and talk to us. And obviously we want to thank the Genie Company for sponsoring this episode of the IDA Doorcast. I'm sure that our listeners will find this to be very informative as well. So Tom, thank you very much again for coming in and talking to us here at the Winey Bar Cafe. Mike, it's been a pleasure. It's uh, it's great to you know talk to you about this because it is it's really important to our industry, and I really appreciate your efforts in helping us get the word out the, about just connectivity in general, not just the Genie solution, but it's it's important. The idea that the rising tide floats all ships is definitely you know a, appropriate analogy here because it really does when uh, all the companies together kind of help educate the industry, right? It just, it helps um, our customers, our dealers, helps everyone kind of move forward. So I appreciate the opportunity, Mike. Thanks, Tom. That's a really good point. It adds value to the entire industry. So once again, our guest today was Tom Kerber, Director of Product Management for Connected Platforms for the Genie Company. Goodbye, everybody. To our listeners, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you enjoyed today's IDA Doorcast, and we hope to see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the IDA DoorCast. Be sure to catch our next episode. For more information about IDA, visit doors.org. See you next time.